When I went to see this movie, the the boogeyman, I got there and there was this kid who was probably like year twelve, and he was sitting in the the lobby with a football, and he's spinning the football and tapping his legs. And I genuinely, he was so like edgy. I genuinely thought he was like on speed or something. Mm. I was like, are you twelve kids doing speed? I don't know. Um, Adderall. And then this other girl shows up and I know she's in year 12 because her jumper said, no, 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 class of 2023. Like it was that year 12 jumper you get. Yeah. Year 12 being the end of high school, everybody. Senior. Senior. She's about to go into the big real world and so is he. And they were, he was, it was like a date of some sort, like a catch up thing. They liked each other because when he went up, he was like, he was so jazzed when he saw her. He like got up and, and stood up way too early because she has to walk so far. He spins his football and he's like, hey, what's, what's going on? What's going on? And he goes to give her a hug. And he gives her a hug. And as he comes back, he like goes and like kisses her on the cheek. So fucking uncomfortable. That's a horror movie. And he was so, I don't know. I just, I never had a hard time talking to girls when I was at school. Do you mind if I kiss you on the cheek? Yeah, but like the footy, like the sporty boys, he was like walking through the bollard things to get to the thing with her. And he's like in front of us, spinning his football and he's talking and he's turning around. He's like so like, I don't know. He was so pumped up and so mm. jazzed up. It was Just doesn't know what to do with that no. frustration. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. So like, what do you like? So yeah, like, oh, oh, what do you, so, oh, how like mass class was gay, wasn't it? <laughs> do you think like Mrs. Mrs. Gershwin like goes home and just like sits there and is like so lame at home, huh? <laughs> She's so lame. Um, excuse me, miss. Why do we have to learn this? When are we going to use this in real life? <laughs> Basic multiplication, Jason. Probably a bit. Not me. I've got a calculator on my phone. It's iPhone 6, but you have iPhone 4. iPhone 12. My parents bought it for me, but I could have buy myself. I got heaps of money from my, my job. Just in Rebel one. Sport. I work at Rebel Sport. I'm team leader. Yeah, I get some TL shifts. So they were in the back corner of the movie and they were driving me fucking crazy. Just giggling and shit or? Yeah, just talking. It was him. She wasn't talking at all. Oh, he just I, never fucking calmed down, did he? No, no. He was talking through the whole thing, making jokes. And he was like laughing and... I don't know. I didn't hear a peep at her. Yeah. And I like to imagine she was having the worst time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't even scary. I'm not even scared. If you come over to my house, I bet you'll, I'll, I'll turn off my nightlight tonight. You, you don't even worry. <laughs> I bet. Imagine if he had a nightlight. <laughs> a little Elmo one. <laughs> yeah, that's just in there because when I first moved into this room, it was just there. And I, just, I guess I've never unplugged it because it's like, I don't fucking care. It's just, I don't, I don't, I don't care about stuff like that. I don't even notice stuff like that. How many PowerPoints do I need? Like all my shit's over the other side of the room. Like that's just, it just sits there and brightens my life. I don't even care. I've got my Xbox. I've got my TV. I've got my TV in my own room. Like it's not even a big deal. My parents were like, you can't have a TV. And I was like, I don't care. And then they just got me one. Cause I just like fucking cried for like three weeks. Cause they wouldn't get it to me. I just like cried and like I stopped eating. I can play them so well. They'd give me like dinner and I would sit there and then I'd wait until they put it down. And then they sat down. And I'd just fucking throw the plate of spaghetti at the wall. <laughs> and it would smash into tiny little bits. And I would say, "That's you did that, mum, you bitch. <laughs> if I had a television, maybe I'd be hungry. The Boogeyman. That's the plot of The Boogeyman. <laughs> <laughs> that is the plot of The Boogeyman. You'll okay. never guess how it ends. Stephen King is the undeniable master of horror. The Shining, It, Misery. The guy can craft a terrifying tale. The Boogeyman tells the story of a family struck with grief over the loss of one of their own and due to an unlikely paranormal chain of events, they find themselves being pursued by an entity that they can't explain. Is this movie a masterpiece of cinema? Of course not. But does it make your butthole pucker from time to time? Of course it does. And isn't that what modern horror is all about? Making buttholes pucker? Two buttholes out of five.
From the demented mind that brought us it and misery comes Stephen Hawking's latest and great. Wait, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> There's an idea. Uh, what? But, uh, I look away from my phone for two seconds and I get the name wrong. It, it, but, uh, did you not write that? that was, uh, Stephen. No, I wrote it, but that's, uh, yeah, I, I was not thinking when I wrote it. <laughs> that would be better. You say his name three times and the universe expands a little bit more every time. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you know. I've been waiting for you. <laughs> Come on. Step into my lair. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Did something just roll over your toes? <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Wait, okay. It's like he's, they go into the um, the Conjuring. You know, they got all those artifacts in that room. It's just a dusty electric wheelchair. <laughs> Where is his chair now? Is that in the Smithsonian? There's a plot for us. Trademark. Trademark. Is he not alive? Matt. Is he dead? Do you pay no attention to the universe? He's dead. Did he die? He died recently though, didn't he? Like he in did. the last few years. Yeah. How did he die? They don't know. They just found his, his chair on the beach and next <laughs> to a towel. <laughs> no, I uh, just 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 ALS and being kinda old yeah, for that. that. Yeah. Mm. That's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was good. How did he die? Yeah. From the disease he had. <laughs> <laughs> Trick driving. <laughs> Um, all right. From the demented miners uh, comes Stephen King's latest and greatest installment of a bag of dog shit on your front porch, <laughs> but without any of the sense of urgency that it would have if it was on fire. <laughs> all the neat packaging of being in a bag. All the convenience of it being at your house. I had to go to the cinema to step in this shit. Nah, it's fine. It's just fucking bland. It's curry without any spice. It's just a bunch of white rice. It's like eating a pile of white rice if the sensation of getting full was being bored. One grain of rice. <laughs> Out of... 10. Out of 10,000. <laughs> and they say that there's more grains of sand on the... I was trying to wrap it back around to Stephen King swimming to death, but swimming to death. <laughs> Do you think they say that in the official reports? He swam to death <laughs> instead of drowning. <laughs> he was hydrated to death. What you're making me do is making me come up with answers. <laughs> you don't need to write that shit down. That's true. It shouldn't have even been filmed It's so bad. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to Bachelors of that's such a weird. Oh, that was not the energy I should have started with. Okay. Thank you for uh, coming and hanging out. Do it with again. Us. Do another take. Hey, welcome to Bachelors of Art. Uh, my name is Matt. Ben's sitting. This next feels to very GMAT podcast though. Do we have a new vibe for the new? It's got. It's it's hard to not. We should have worked this out in like the four test episodes because yeah. I'm just using my own vibe. It's just do my a different vibe. voice. Have a different voice. Hello, yeah. welcome to Bachelors of Art. Can you do a James Earl Jones? You got a resonant timbre. Is he Mufasa and, um, and Darth Vader? I can't think of what his actual speaking voice is like. Simba. Like that? Kind of. Hello. <laughs> I can't do it. Now I just sound like... Uh, hello. Hey, welcome to Bachelors. Hello, Welcome Simba. to Bachelors. Tell us My name is Matt. Ben. If you have a good time while you're watching this episode, please do us a favor and, uh, and, and like it. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching on Spotify, like it there as well. I don't know if you can, but please do it. And if you want to support the show, patreon.com forward slash Bachelors of Art. Welcome. We're talking about the boogeyman today. We're talking boogie. We're talking men. Now, I got to ask first. And foremost. You know what I realized when I was... Now I'm not going to pump myself up. Go on. Do a little pump up. I'm just good at like asking questions that get you going as I was watching yeah. the last episode. <laughs> just did the little stick to jam. Yeah, I feel like you're, yeah, the, right. you're the goer. I'm the, uh, I'm the accelerator. The you're the steering wheel. No, wait. I'm the steering wheel. You're the accelerator. No. I'm the... We'll get there. I'm the... I'm the wheelchair. <laughs> You're the Hawking. Okay. Um, I don't know. No, wouldn't I'd be the wheelchair then? Because you get me going. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was just, there was a good flow going on. I was like, this is good. This is good. Sorry. It's episode two and I'm like, we're good. <laughs> we are crushing it. <laughs> no. Um, by the way, everybody, we didn't really set this up in the first episode. There's a bunch of test episodes on Patreon if you want to get Jamie. Uh, so I was sending movies to you because you have a week off and we're like, let's rack up a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. And I sent, just went to Village Cinemas or, or, or Hoyts or wherever to see what was out right now. Something new that we Your could local watch. local filmery. Mm. And I based all of my decisions off what was under an hour and a half. <laughs> and I yeah. sent you the two that were under an hour and a half, which was this one, The Boogeyman and Ryan Feld. Is that what it's called? Stephen Hawking? With um, See? Nicholas Cage. It's easy to do, isn't it? I don't know why. That has nothing to Nicholas do with Stephen Nicholas Cage, Haw- Stephen Hawking. I just had him in my brain. Anyways, I sent you those two. Mm. But you were like, I've, or I'm at the movies or I'm seeing. Uh, why are we seeing The Boogeyman? You're just interested? No, no, no. This was like the next day after you sent it. I so, just saw what was on right right now, uh-huh. uh, and I, I, the Nicolas Cage ones. I mean, how you know? No, ugh. but did you go see the Boogeyman because they said we should see the Boogeyman? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was under the impression that you'd just been. No, no, no. If you look at the timeline of the messages, it's like the night before you suggested them, and then the next mm. day I'm like, I'm not doing anything this morning. I'm going to the movies. Yeah. All right. So you just go because I I sent it. You didn't say anything, and then you were like, <laughs> seen it. And I was like, okay, I guess we're watching the Boogeyman. Did I not say I'm seeing Boogeyman? I right don't now? think so. No. Or maybe you did, but you'd be like, usually if I was talking to a normal person, mm. they would be like, yeah, we could do the Boogeyman. Do you want to do the Boogeyman? I'm like, yeah, okay. It's like, okay, I'll go see it today. Not just be like, do you want to see these movies? You're like, I'm already there. Rock well, and roll. I thought we were going to do all of them because we were like, we could, because when I first suggested we do multiple ones, you were like, could do two. And I was like, I could do four. No, I thought and then was- you sent me two movies. I'm like, well, there's two. Yeah. So I, I thought was going to see both of them. I thought it was a good idea. And then I realized I had less time this week than I thought I did. Because I didn't realize I'd have to be at the theater at like midday every fucking day. I thought I'd get there at like 6.30. Mm. Anyways, I made it work. I, I watched the I went to the movies at the theater before the run to Genius. watch the movies. Now. To watch the movie. <clears throat> Let's talk Boogerman. <clears throat> um, so I did my intro. It was kind of like that when sometimes you're like, I'm going a little harder than I need to go just to be funny. I was going a lot nicer than I needed to go. I felt that. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't think it was a good movie, but it was an hour and a half, so you know, I I, I wasn't bored. I guess I don't know if that's a good metric to judge it on, because then no. like a one minute movie, you're like, yeah, it was seventeen dollars and it was dog shit, but it was only one minute. <laughs> that's true. It's very Wait, before we do anything, what, what context should you say this film in? So we can oh, tell people yeah, if they should go start. watch it. We're definitely going to forget that, do that in the future. I know. Um, do people need to watch this movie before they watch this episode? You know, uh, no, you know what? If you've seen any horror, any sort of generic horror in the last 15 years, you've seen this movie, you've seen a better version, and you've seen a worse version as well. It's just, the worst version is just, it's the dialogue's clunkier and it's shot worse and the beats are slightly more poorly timed, mm. but it's not that much worse. It's cheaper, but this is just, it's so fucking bland. It's so fucking bland. The and it's a horror movie. All it has to do is scare you efficiently. Yeah. And it's so fucking bland. The best horror moment in this entire movie was the trailer for Insidious 3. When I was mm. sitting there, I was like, that looks scary. I should go watch that. I know it's not a great film, but it's better than this fucking shit. But that, yeah, <laughs> it's in the, the vein of all those. If it came out 10 years ago, people would kind of be like more like, oh, okay. You reckon? I thought this was shit for like mm. even 10 years ago. I think it would have been more forgiven 10 years ago. It's very in the vein of like you're insidious and that other one that had the lawnmower scare that was the only good bit. Ethan no. Hawke, Frustrated Writer. It came out at the same time and it's another one of those stupid one-word titles. 
um, like Insidious, you know, nefarious, <laughs> scariest, dead. Mm. Uh, but there, there was just a slate of the, the Nun, all the Conjuring spin-offs that aren't Conjuring movies. Like yeah. all those ones, they're all the same. It's the setup, the ookie pookie thing, the family with the tragedy, blah, blah, blah. The noise, the parents don't believe anyone who – it's like either the, the wife hears it and the husband and the kids don't believe her or the kid hears it and another kid believes it. But it's just always no one really believes them even though you could easily just sit in a room and prove it. And then the – protagonist has to go and fight the thing and it just it and spirals up to the big fucking confrontation the, per, the people who didn't believe them come in at the last minute to help them so then everybody believes yeah and we all believe fights. everyone in the family or everyone involved in the house believes but the wider world will never believe them so the monster will go on living in I don't think you need to watch this movie. Nah. It's, it's not worth your time. And you can watch this episode without watching the movie. You, you yeah it's you've seen it you've you seen have it. if you've watched any horror movies you've seen this You've like a generic, not not like The Exorcist or Hereditary, the really good ones that stand out as good horror movies. Yeah. If you've seen a generic, anything of the Saws after Saw one, you've seen it. Yeah, like you know what this movie. Maybe not the Saws because they're just gore porn. Yeah, even even at least Saw every now and again, you're like, that's gross. This would just like that's gross. Like it's shit in a different way. These are the the ooky pooky like the a force from another dimension. You know what was the worst thing about this? I think. In a in a in a big pile of things that they did really averagely mm-hmm. was the scariest thing of all these movies when it's like a demonic force, some sort of biblical thing, uh, a monster from somewhere. You know, for a thousand years it's been asleep, but we dug up a thing and now it's back. Um, we've read from the book and now we've summoned it because we spoke in Latin. All the cabin in the wood stuff. You know, the cabin in the woods where they go on the bay. All the different bullshit you can summon a thing with yeah. where they're making fun of those tropes. <clears throat> Any of those movies. The scary thing is you don't know what it is and you don't know how it works. Yeah. It's always like the the two options you have are the Terminator or um, uh, It Follows, the unstoppable thing. Mm-hmm. Like no matter what you do, it's going to come for you. Or it's the unknowable thing of like, we don't know what it is. We don't know where it is. Jeepers Creepers. Yep. What the fuck is that? We don't know what it is. We don't know. And you see it at the end. It gets revealed and it's not really that scary anymore. It's kind of deadly and scary because it's stronger than people or smarter than people or can go through walls or whatever. Yeah. And then you got to fight it. But the scariest thing of all those movies is what goes bump in the night. What is the thing under the bed? But you see it in like the second scene. You're like, yeah. oh, okay, so it's just a weird fucking four-legged spider. The guy paints it and I'm like, oh, it's the thing from Stranger Things. Yeah, it's just- And a, it's not new. It's just, it's like, oh, it's a spider? Yeah. Oh, no. Also, why is the boogeyman a spider? I thought it was going to be a boogeyman. Yeah. That was the whole point. It was meant to be like eerie. Yeah, book a bug. Can you put your coffee on this side? Because my VR headset is down by there and your arms really fucking go when you get heated. Do you want me to just tip it on then we don't have to think about it anymore? Or did it be done? I think that'll be it. Then I can at least focus on okay. the boogeyman. Um, um, <coughs> I'll just finish it. Now you're a man, a man, 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 now. Um, you know what else? What? It looks shit. A CG. Stop doing shit CG. How am I supposed to be scared of something that looks like it's a fucking cutscene from a video game? <laughs> Make it do a practical effect or something. It looks so fucking just shiny. Yeah. Well, and it like opens its mouth and something comes out. I was like, ugh. Yeah. You know, there was some horror movies recently that we watched. Uh, I watched something with you, but it followed those same tropes, but it it tro- it like it changed your expectations of what a jump scare would be. Like you're like, oh, here's where the jump scare happens, and then it doesn't happen, and then it happens somewhere else. Like it, it's hard to place a jump scare well. This one, they did the jump scares exactly where you thought they would be. There's a jump scare in the cat scare. There's the old cat scare where it's like the classic one that every one of these movies does is teenage girl goes <clears throat> to the fridge. 
We have the shot, the fridge door opens. We see her looking in the fridge and we see the f- inside of the fridge door. Yep. And we're like, here it comes. And then she shuts the door and it's the brother or someone there being like, what are you doing? <gasps> yeah. Why are you up so late? Why are you up so late? What do you mean? I'm getting some milk. Some milk. I'm having a drunk of milk. Yeah, they that go. one, and then and then they go around the corner, and then there's actually a thing like the light bulb explodes or a door shuts off its own accord. They did all them, and it yeah. was, I, I I can't remember exactly what they were and when they were, but I just remember being like, "Here it comes," and it wasn't the "Here it comes." Oh no, that's a cat scare. And there's an up scare. It was like, "Here it comes." I knew which one it was going to be and when it was going to happen. Yeah, and they, at no point I never jumped. It's so in the dead center of the formula. It's like a fucking slot car. It's just on the track, just doing the thing. Like mm. it's, it, there's nowhere else it can go. It's doing the formula perfectly to a T. Like we're attuned to it. We've seen so many horror movies now. Not we, like as a society. But the genre s- of Western horror has gone into this like narrow blockbuster horror thing where it's like you, these are the, this is the formula of those those movies and it sits right in the middle of them. But even like bad horror movies like Smile, I didn't like Smile, yeah. but I still, all the jump scares kind of, there's one where they're sitting in a car and she's like, oh, hold on, wait. And it's a long shot of her walking towards the car and she gets to the window of the car and you could just see her torso and then her head goes, Burr, and it comes down the window, which just kind of, sort of came out of nowhere. And I was yeah. like, oh, that was good. That got me. And it was terrifying. And but that, all you have to do for that, because it's not driven by the plot or the characters or anything, no. really. It's just, you just have to go, okay, where are they expecting it? And what shot are they expecting to see it happen in? And let's do it in a different one. All you do is subvert the expectations and have something ooky pooky happen. Well, why couldn't the boogeyman that's do that? <laughs> I don't know. That's why it's so bad because yeah. it's so right in the middle of the fucking formula. Like in blue. There's the the shitty monster. They reveal it way too early. The other thing, the shitty CGI makes it look shit. Mm. Um, there's something earlier you said about. What did you say? Stephen Hawking drowned himself to death. Swam himself to death. Uh, something else. Oh fucking hell! <laughs> it's the boogeyman. He's hey, here. Speaking of the boogeyman, <laughs> you know my favorite scene in the whole film. Oh my god! You know my favorite scene in the whole film oh. was when the um the mother of the first family got who got hit by the boogeyman. There's two families who got hit by the boogeyman. Everybody, first family where you <laughs> learn all the law from, and then the family you're watching currently. Yeah. But the first family, the mother is still alive, and she's walking around her spooky house with candles that has um that has no power except for the powered lights that have to be plugged into a wall socket. Anyways, she's got a shotgun, and she's like, "We didn't believe them," and they just kept calling it. The kids, they're like. They called it the boogeyman. And I was like, you've never heard of the yeah. boogeyman before? The boogeyman? Yeah, like she, she said it as if the kids made up the boogeyman. Yeah. And I'm like, everybody knows what the boogeyman is. They said this guy was coming down our chimney once a year. They called him Santa Claus. <laughs> well, it's like that. Yeah. It's like they made a horror movie where Santa's the horror villain, but yeah. then they have to make everybody in the world not know who Santa is. But then in every zombie movie, they're like, yeah, the undead are like walking around now. It's like <laughs> weird. Like they they die, but then they come back and they just want to eat heads. I know. It's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I, I just hear so bad. But it's just one phrase that's so well known. Yeah. I was so sure they would never say the actual words, the boogeyman, because it's mm. so lame. And then like 30 minutes into the film, <laughs> I was like, they're going to say the boogeyman at some point and it's going to be a big reveal. I'm surprised they just went with the term boogeyman. You know, like all these superhero movies, like the Batman movie would just be called like Wayne mm-hmm. and it'd be the new Batman movie. Like the, the Joker one is called Joker. Or oh, this one be called. And then they're, um, no, but this one should be like Man of Boogie or something. It would be like. <laughs> I thought you'd just be like Boogie. Yeah, it could be Boogie. Yeah. Or something Stephen like King's. that. Like they always try and do like a little slant on it. Make you think about the name differently, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
not think about it in the same way. It's like a different way to think about the name. The late it's, night. Mm. Know, stupid. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your way yeah. better joke. It was going to be. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it should have been like, you know, man of boogie or just yeah, yeah. boogie, boogie, something like that. <laughs> boogie. Yeah, the boogier. Ooh. Ooh, spooky. <laughs> or it'd be like the family name of whatever the family was that was getting terrorized. Mm. You're like, wait, what are they from? They're the boogie man. What I credit for, though, now that I think about it, what? it didn't have the long fucking scene. It kind of had it with the mum, the mum of the first house and the dilapidated joint that when she goes back there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of a long exposition scene, but it wasn't anything to like I found this book in the library it's an old fucking omen of blah blah occult whatever from you know Nazi Germany mm. and it's all in German but I translated it and it says that the, you know this man of boogie comes once every month and he shows up and <laughs> blah 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 and you know and then it's some like it's a Nordic tradition and these and I lifted up the carpet and I found these weird symbols and that must have brought him she didn't do the long exposition but like, this is where he comes from the origin story of man of boogie yeah it's just just, yeah, I don't know. It's fucking weird. Like you, you close a cupboard, and out he comes. She did say like he comes for families that are struck by grief. Yeah, which I don't know how she knew that because because research because she got on candles. But she's got to be the only one. Yeah. Well, the whole thing's a bit fucking stupid. Yeah. So, so I, I think that just it just it's part and parcel. I'll give it credit for the lack of like exposition at the start instead of being like. My mom died. I know they did a bit of a mom died, but she was in the cupboard. She was smelling. She was like, she went in, she f- grabbed someone else's clothes and smelled them. I was like, all right, someone close to her has died. And they walk out and there's a painting that the mom has done of her in the same dress. And I was like, oh, the mom's dead. That was pretty light exposition considering that how is the shit thing I was the rest of the They was. just, they kind of like, you know, blah, 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 blah. Dead family, you know, like they never explained really there was a car accident, I think, with the mum because I wasn't at the accident. The dad says at some point, they're just like, dead mum, blah, 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 blah. Like they just skip all the other stuff. You know, yeah. you know what happens here. <laughs> dead mum, blah, 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 thing in the cupboard. They do the the prologue with the the baby, which is like when it's killing the girl at the end, it's sucking her soul out and stuff. Yeah. But when it kills the baby, she's like, <laughs> and then blood on the photo. It's like, what is she? Is it a shark? It just, what is this? It just changes it. It's like, <laughs> oh, I feel like snapping next today. Yeah, Booking yeah. Man is a samurai. Yeah. In that first scene as well, that was another way they could do exposition, exposition where mm. the the scene, the, the, it opens with a baby crying and a baby's about to get attacked by the boogeyman. And the boogeyman comes in, cuts the baby or does something. <laughs> it like shows the baby, yeah. pans off to a photo. And in the photo, you see the family, mm. and the and dad a of, the, of blood goes <laughs> on the photo. The dad of the family is a very recognizable actor. I don't know who he is, but he's in like Charlie's Angels. That's what I know him from. You know the guy. What's the no, guy? It's Crispin Glover. He's Sorry, like no, Angel. but this guy. I know this guy. <laughs> yeah, and 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 he has a recognizable face. And then they can bring him back later on. You're like, hey, it's the Remember dad that of that face? family. You know what they should have done with that scene? Well, instead of showing it from the baby's room, just the parents in bed. Trying to sleep, and it's like two AM, and the baby's like, "Oh my god, your turn! No, it's your turn. I went yesterday. I'm not. Just let him cry himself. Oh, thank God, (laughs) he's tucking himself out. And they go in the next morning and find bits, (laughs) absolute bits and pieces. Who put blood on this photo? You put blood on this photo. Oh my God. (laughs) You know, it's weird that they went three years of this shit happening to them. Mm. Like they said, one of our kids died every year on the same year, like the same moment. And then the first one, I just gave the kids SIDS apparently. Oh no, that would have been, an, and then the thing three thing, and then, and then two of them died real quick. They just, yeah. can, can SIDS doc? I thought I'd come cause you understand. Can SIDS snap a baby's neck? I don't think so. Damn it. They want to check WebMD. 
Well, it must have been this drawing that I brought with me then that did it. And what was with it? Chuck the drawing on the floor and then the, the, the rug got grimy. I feel like I'm having a stroke right now because I didn't understand th- a bunch of the words you just said. Mm. I was all over the place. What was what photo? So he brought that. Remember, he drew it. My kid photo. drew it. Also. <laughs> oh, well, let's left, well, hold on. So he brings the photo of like, my kid drew this for me. This was the monster. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, beep, remember? Beep, and then beep, he beep. leaves that in the house. <laughs> yep. First of all. Where does he leave it in the house? If <laughs> two of his kids had died, uh-huh. they probably would be looking at him a little bit more closely. They're like, where's where's that? Where's the guy? The, the, the Like the cops? Where's the guy whose kids, both of his kids' necks got snapped? I don't know. We, we stopped. He said he didn't do it, so. He's off doing whatever he wants Oh, he's saying he can like wander around and it's like, why don't- He's not like, yeah. I mean, maybe I guess they did the investigation. Like, well, his fingerprints aren't on the kid's throat. So, and then- The kid doesn't have a throat anymore. And then the guy, that guy hangs himself in the, the, uh, the dad's. Where was the dad the whole movie? He just floats <laughs> in and out whenever it's convenient. <laughs> also, when that guy kills himself, yeah. the guy who comes to do, we'll go through the plot, doesn't matter. Um, He comes in and kills himself, but he goes through the mum's painting studio and bashes the shit out of it. Is that him or is he having a fight with the um thing from Stranger Things? Is he? I don't know. Well, I don't know why he would do that. That's true. I never thought about that. Because he has the weird thing downstairs when he's in the room. When he's on his own, he's like, shut that door. And then the guy goes, I just need to go and call the cops for oh, a second. Oh, the door opens, yeah. And he's like, ah! And then he, oh, so for some he- reason, he walks upstairs. It makes no fucking sense at all, maybe. now that I think about it. Because he has the, the ah! in the room. And then you see him walking up the stairs, like his legs going up the stairs. While the dad's in the kitchen, you see the black shadow of him up the stairs. So he had a fight. And then he is he possessed? The fuck's going on? Maybe So I always thought he killed himself. Did he not kill himself? The thing hung him. I think the thing hung him. So instead of sucking his face out as well, he he. That doesn't make any sense. He said the mum said when it killed the kids. She said when it killed the kids, it sucked the life out of them. She said it wasn't normal. It was like it sucked the life out of them. But we saw it go. Cut, yeah, and we saw it hang the dad. And also, the dad says it snapped my kids' necks. <laughs> yeah, but he's only got three kids, and one's already dead of SIDS, so that one's done. That's the other two. Yeah. They died within quick succession, he said. But she said my kids, the kid, it wasn't normal. No. She was referring to her kids' deaths not normal. It was like it sucked the life out of them. And yeah. then also says it got slashed. And then he says what he said. It broke the, broke the, the fucking next, neck. Yeah. So there's how many kids do these people have? Fucking liars. Well, it's only two. They they said the two died in- Yeah, but they've talked about four different deaths at this point. No, I know. I'm, Matt, what I'm saying is it's poorly written. It's, <laughs> they're not paying attention to what they wrote on the page before the one they're writing. <laughs> Uh yeah, so he gets hanged up there, yeah. and then I can't remember why I was talking about this now. <laughs> we were saying about the guy; he's downstairs. Oh, so he gets possessed. The, the I'm talking about how he he's like no one's paying attention to what this guy whose kids have all died is yeah. doing, and then he goes upstairs and hangs himself, and then the cops are there, and there's like you see him all walking around, and then the the detectives you know talking to the dad. And then they go into the office where he was and they just left the book. Wouldn't that be evidence? Or the, yeah. the voicing? Or, yeah, this whole conversation I had with him, That's that's we're not going to need that at all. No, because the daughter needs it later for plot points. Yeah. yeah. So they just... And then she goes, hop, and throws it in the water. <laughs> and it's fine. Yeah. So I don't know why she threw it in the water if it, it's fine. I don't understand that. That no, felt like it was going to be Because that we needed a way for her to not be listening to it anymore. Ah, of course. She was not interested in whatever happened. That seemed like it was getting exactly to the bit that you should be listening to. Yeah. Like what happened after he went, what? and dad left the office. Nah, I don't know. Whatever. So um, something else. 
So, uh, uh, fuck it. The story that opens, we see the, the first family A, we'll call the main family. Prologue The family, family that- Oh, we, oh okay, no, 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 okay. It makes more sense to do it that way, but for some reason I want to say family A is the main family we follow. Yeah, okay. And family B is the old family that we've- So we watch family B's kid, last kid die, and we cut to family A, and family A are telling us through pretty okay exposition. If your kid, <laughs> if your kid, one dies of SIDS, tragedy, family the B. second one gets its throat slash slash- Neck Life snapped. sucked out of its fucking head. Have the third kid sleep in your room. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how that, because they were like, we knew something was up. Yeah. And no, I'm, we didn't believe them until it was too late. Yeah. So, all right, third kid dead. You know what? I just feel like maybe they were right. Yeah. Also, the monster took kind of the form of the dad. Like the the the, the boogeyman seems to like, some yeah, it was sometimes a bit the mom and a bit the dad sometimes, but not yeah. when it's fighting family A. When it's fighting family A, it's totally just a monster. No, because the mum, when she went to the basement, mm-hmm. the daughter, the, so <coughs> our protagonist goes down to the basement. The dad's like, "Take this shit down to the basement if you don't want me throwing it out." She's like, "Fine." Damn it, the light doesn't work. She goes downstairs and then she sees her mum, like an apparition of her mum, but it's kind of spooky mum, not real mum. And then a jump scare happens. Our mums are spookier than spooky mum. Or do you think that was actual mum? Because actual mum helps her out. I don't think it was because- I took it it as actual mum. And nothing nothing weird happened. She kind of was like happy about seeing her mum. I I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And the mum does come back later in ghost form. So The problem is his protagonist is so fucking stupid. Yeah. The only decent character was the tiny little kid. She made me laugh multiple times. Oh, yeah. I thought like it was hilarious. So she was just sitting there playing PlayStation, and then you In total darkness. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she's a legend. Um, so we follow family A, and it's been some time since the mum's died, and now the daughter is going to school, and she is friends with the worst people on planet Earth. She's at her locker, and her friend, who used to be her friend, but is now kind of friend with friends with cooler people, but they're all sort of friends. The mean girls. Yeah. So the, the daughter of family a likes one of the girls in the friend group and then puts up with the friend group. But someone in the friend group is quite nasty. The blonde girl Mm -hmm. comes over and, Oh, she's wearing her mum's dress. Mm. And she's like, Oh, I like your dress. Like there's nice dress. She goes, yeah, it was my mum's. And then blonde girl says, is that such a good idea? She's like, what do you mean? Like, isn't it going to make it really hard to move on? And she's like, I don't want to move on, which is mm. a totally fine response. And then, well, she's just like, you know. I think both of those sides are fine. Yeah, yeah. But like, I don't think the blonde girl should be having any input in this in this girl's fucking grief and being like, um, and she wasn't saying it like, like I just want to. This is the thing. Like, sure I think if okay. you say it differently, it's not a terrible thing. It's like, is that going to, are you just sort of like immersing yourself in it too much? Also, how, do we know how long it's been? Like, was it Friday and she's back Monday? It's pretty like, rude. get over it. I think it's like, pretty rude. Because she's coming back to school for the first is time. Is it like a month or something? Because the dad, there's something in there where the dad says, you know, it's been a month and they're going back to school, I think. Either way, Either it's way. her Either first way. day back at school. And everyone yeah. else is being like, hey, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, And she says something like, I don't want to move on. Like, you, like, I don't think she calls her a bitch. She says something to her. Yeah. And the blonde girl's like, what the fuck did you say to me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, just give the girl some room. Her dad's, her mum's dead. She was annoying though. Sake. Because she's walking up the stairs with her headphones in and everyone's uh-huh. like, hey, you can't really hear because she's got the headphones in and we yeah. got the music coming in uh, diegetically. 
and she's like, oh, sorry, baby mom. Everyone's like, not everyone, but like every third student is like, oh, hey, yeah, sorry, sorry, baby mom. Yeah. And she's not listening or acknowledging anyone, which is fine. But then she gets to the locker and her other friend comes up. She's like, oh, hey, how you doing? She's like, yeah, thanks for talking to me. Everyone else is just like treating me like a, a Everyone weirdo. Everyone's staring at Everyone's me. staring at me. It's like, yeah, because you got your headphones and you can't hear them, you fuck with. Like they're all going like, "Hey, really sorry about your mom." Mom's dead. Let- yeah, but don't lie. Don't she- fucking victimize yourself further and be like, "Yeah, everyone's just looking <laughs> at me like I'm a freak." They're not. They're saying sorry for your loss, Ugh. like any normal person but would. But I, I was pictured as if these people don't usually talk to her, and now they're coming up to. But they're not like- staring at her like she's a freak. They're saying, "Hey," and they're not coming up to her just as if I was like, "Oh, hey, sorry about your mom." Yeah, you want to stop? You? Hey, take your phones out. Hey, I'm really sorry, but Gra- grab a seat. Have a seat, sit down. No, you're gonna sit down. And we're gonna talk about this. Like, what does she want? I don't know. I didn't. I. I, I always thought of the blonde girl as just so yeah, she, unbelievably nasty, and not how like any high school nasty person would actually be. Because mm. later on in the plot, she pushes her into a fucking cupboard in her own house. Don't they say though that like the door just shut? We couldn't get it open. No, because she she pushes her in. Oh, she first. pushes her, and then the door won't yeah. let her out. Okay. Which is a very odd thing to do. Yeah, I don't know what the fucking point of that yeah, is. Yeah, she's a fucking psychopath. Um, anyway, so she fucking, they have a push and a shove and and the blonde girl f- forces her into pressing some old food against her and fucking yeah. up her dress. Do it. Put the yogurt on your dress or else. Forces and then, her into it. And then she starts fucking, no, you know what I mean. She like pushes her and makes yeah. her. And then the blonde girl starts laughing. Yeah. She's like, oh my God. I was trying to give it credit then. I was like, I guess it's like a- You are the blonde girl. I think that's no, the no, problem. No. It's like that teenage <laughs> thing of like, it's so awkward. You're like, I, like, they don't know what to do in that situation. They don't know how to filter the awkwardness. So she just laughs because she's kind of maladjusted and a bit of a cunt. She was a bit of a cunt. Yeah. Anyway, so she goes home and fucking boogeyman ensues. I don't even care about the plot anymore. No. I'm fucking bummed We out. don't need to explain it. You know what it is. <laughs> There's a prologue where we see the monster kill a family- then it just fucks off into this new family for no real reason yeah. besides grief. And then the, the horror movie, horror movie one happens. So the little girl- Horror movie one f- A. The little girl's the first, in family A, little girl is the first one to notice the boogeyman. Yeah. So anyways, family B, the, the dad from family B comes to family A because family A's dad is a psychologist. And he's like, no one else believes me. I need to see a psychologist. Yeah, you see a random psychologist <laughs> at his house without making an appointment. And he sits down and he goes, no, he's like, the reason I came here is because your wife's dead. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> and yeah. I thought you would understand. And he was like, and through the whole movie, by drilling it as fucking hard as they fucking can. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Family A's dad is not ready to talk about his wife being dead, which they make so fucking clear. Mm-hmm. They, of all the like light exposition, they're really making it clear that he's not ready to talk about it. Yeah, it's that scene where she's like, he's in the art studio some banging, mm-hmm. which is where the the original dad A hung himself. Mm-hmm. The the guy showed up at the house. She's like, oh my god, what's going on? Is it happening again? What is it? And then her dad is just hauling out all the possessions. I'm like I've cleared out this whole room in a matter of about eighteen seconds. He's like, what do you mean? What about all my stuff? I'm going out to the yard to set it all on fire. <laughs> <laughs> She's dead to us. Get over it. <laughs> I'm not. I don't have dad. I don't want. Don't want to get over. I'm not over. Who put this stuff in her room? <laughs> Who put holes in my belts? Who put these holes in my belts? <laughs> dad, it's, it's our belt. mom. We got to grieve her. That's what it's for. <laughs> not in my house. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get ice cream? <laughs> dad, I thought you were on a business trip. Well, I. You should know my skin. 
the guy who comes to do the psychology session, the dad, I thought hung himself in their house, but he had a fight with the monster. He's hanged. We don't. I don't think it's ever explained. It's just like, ah, oh, whatever. Yeah. It's all who gives a fuck. So now more police have come. And I think that's the extra bit of grief that forces the boogeyman onto family A. By having the mum die, having all this shit happen, and then finally some random hangs themselves in their house. And now the, mm. the boogeyman starts possessing or starts <laughs> showing up to the little yeah. girl and the little girl has to go through is it's like is that her they're at their own the daughters are at a psychology psychologist mm. trying to help the little girl get over a fear of the dark and but she shouldn't she needs that fear of the dark because guess who's in the dark the boogeyman because the boogeyman doesn't like light ever heard of a horror movie villain that doesn't like light before ben what that's such a new idea cool um yeah so a lot of shit happens and then in the end She's like, you know what? I got to do something about this. You know, it's really fucked. Mm. So the way they learn that they're going to fight the boogeyman is the mum, who's the last surviving person of family B, and they met up at some point in the movie. Who fucking cares? But she's like, she calls the daughter. Don't know how she got her number. Calls the daughter of family A and says- Because the daughter wrote it on the fridge. Oh, of course. I'm a fucking idiot. She, she calls her and goes, I've worked it out. Mm-hmm. That's so fucking stupid. We can kill this thing. Just come here now and we'll kill this thing. How? Doot, doot, doot. <laughs> <laughs> so daughter of family A fucks mm. off because she's had a fight with the dad. She's she's worried. The boogeyman's already attacked her little sister. She's. Would you not? I've worked out how to kill it. Sweet, because it's at my house now. How would you kill it? Ah, come over. <laughs> how, how? No, tell me how we're going to kill it. And, I'll, and then I can do it at my house. You can do it at your house. We'll, we'll, we'll you know, double team this thing. Don't worry about it. Nah, nah, come over. <laughs> Um, bring some handcuffs, please. <laughs> bring some handcuffs. So daughter A goes off on her own to this just fucking terrifying house, like living situation where well, they've already been there, but the, the, the mother has like just what is the mom doing all through the fucking yeah, house. Yeah, what's she doing during the day? Like do some dishes. <laughs> Clean like, up a little. Yeah. She doesn't care. You've got, you know you've got company coming over. You've just called her and told her to come over. <laughs> no, up. she's getting the zip ties ready. That's right. <laughs> so see, they go there and she's like, we got to, we can, we can kill this thing. Don't you worry. I'm going to guide you into this room. Ba-bo! And she hits her and, and zip ties her to the fucking wall and says, I'm sorry, you're going to be okay. I just need to use you as bait. And she's like, are you fucking serious? Uses her as bait. The boogeyman comes in. She set up all these buckshot traps all around the room and it just lights the boogeyman up with ammo. And then she decides not to also light it up with her shotgun ammo that she's holding on to. No, she shoots it a couple of times. Yeah, but after it's already... I thought she would just do it at the same time. Just be like, bang, bang, bang. Anyways, boogeyman hits the floor. She goes up, puts a couple shots in him. We think he's dead. It's only been an hour and 10 minutes. He can't be dead. Yeah, oh, he's not dead. What? Well, he comes back. But she shot it with all of her guns. And does she kill the boogeyman then? Or does the boogeyman kill the mum? Yeah. So the boogeyman rips her goes after the mum, rips her to pieces, and the daughter runs. I mean, I assume it was such terrible CGI. I don't yeah. really know. Daughter runs off, goes back to her own house, and uh, the boogeyman then has taken the dad and the little sister down into the basement. Mm-hmm. And she decides, I'm going to fight this thing. And you know what I'm going to fight her with? Hockey stick. That's right. I forgot about the fucking hockey stick. She's just watched- she just watched a 12-gauge shotgun <laughs> do fuck all. And a bunch of other fucking yeah. buckshots around the room. And she's like, it's fucking hockey time. Yeah. Get your skates on. Yeah. And weirdly, she goes downstairs and the hockey stick does fuck all. <laughs> Who would have thought she goes down in the dark where this thing thrives? Yeah. And- 
<laughs> fucking <laughs> just blind. Look at you. Look at you. Fuck. Oh, and uh, and um, yeah. When uh, the the daughter, the little sister, has like Christmas lights wrapped around her, so she's like the light source, which is such a fucking dumb idea. All this thing does, all movie, is blow globes. Yeah, but so also- it's just gonna blow all the light globes. Like I don't know why they're relying on these fucking light globes. She doesn't. Hockey stick doesn't even go downstairs with a light. She just grabs oh, the hockey yeah, stick. True, and, yeah. Hello. And at this point, she's already worked out that it needs to. You need to be in the light. Yeah. If you're in the light, you're okay. And constantly in the movie, she's walking past lights that go, yeah. get blown. It's like, wait, what the? And I know the movie's been pretty unrealistic from the get go, but the little, the I little, guess it has. She finds the little sister hiding in a cupboard, and she says, "It took dad down the stairs, down into the basement." With lights that go on and off constantly, they're flashing Christmas yeah. lights. They go. So it's like. But What's also the time, Mr. Wolf. They're just Christmas lights. Yeah. And she's like, somehow they're long enough to get her down into the basement, walking around shit. And that means the power source is going up the stairs, up into the cupboard where she was. And she's got it wrapped around her a few times. I just, I know Christmas lights are long, but if you ever tried to unwrap some fucking Christmas lights, she would walk two, like two meters and go clunk. Oh, there's a knot. And step on a light bulb. Yeah. Glass. And eventually, of course, she does. Pull it. When it's convenient. Yeah, and narrative. it unplugs after she's walked <laughs> around the house 40 times and gone down to the basement. And she's like, ah, oh, shit, now I'm out of things. Oh, I should have brought any fucking light down here. Damn it. <laughs> we don't have a torch in a drawer or a fucking lighter or, I don't know, a phone, anything. LED, you can't blow those fuckers. So she goes down there and then the lights pull and it knocks over a, a can of... Like acetone. Terps or yeah. some, some fucking shit that'll, that'll clearly light on fire. And you're like, oh, okay, it's going to die. So you noticed that. You With- noticed when that knocked over, did you? <laughs> and I'm like, Because oh. it was so subtle when it went, fink, clunk, and then you did a- I can't wait. You probably made the noise better. There we go. So, yeah, it's going to die with fire. And I was like, oh, fucking of course. You know what's crazy? That stupid fucking mum from the other house was like- Got to stay in the light. Can't come in the light. Light, 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 light. Shotgun. What? Well, because when the shotgun off, it goes flash. Very quickly does flash. Yeah. Because yeah. the next idea was, you know, we'll take photos. Mm. Give us sultry. <laughs> Give us sexy. Give us sultry. <laughs> Give us surprise. <laughs> That'd have been a better. I would have liked that. <clears throat> mm. um, <laughs> you fucking so hate fucking me today. <laughs> you hate me so much. Uh, um, so they're downstairs. The dad's <laughs> climax. The dad, the useless fucking dad who just traipses in and out of their lives whenever he does stab it in the neck and then it throws him into a wall and he snaps his leg in such a fucking yeah. fucked way. Oh, that's right. My right leg's made of warm cheese. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> and it goes, <laughs> and he's like, Oh shit. Yeah. But then somehow he manages to hobble and he's not hobbling, hopping. He is putting weight on one foot and going. And his it's it's like one of them skateboard videos where someone goes, my leg's broke. And it's like fucking hanging like that. Mm. But he's putting weight on and hobbling around. Uh-uh. Well, that's because of the love of his children inspiring him. Fucking. I, if he loved his children, he would be around. Yeah. He works from home and somehow he's never home. I remember thinking... In one of the scenes, like the 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 there, it's you know nighttime and they're having all these scares and like the neither of the kids are ever like dad. They just go to each other's rooms all the time, and then I'm like, where the fuck is his dad? <laughs> and then the next scene that he shows up is like 20 minutes later, and he's just cleaning out the mum's art shit. room in the attic. He's like, yeah, I'm getting rid of all this shit. We got to get over it. Fuck her. We hate her now. <laughs> 
loneliness is my new wife. And they're like, oh, here he is. Where, where, where was he? They don't have dinner together or anything. He just shows yeah. up and he's just upstairs cleaning out the room. Yeah. <clears throat> Wild shit. That, that, the dynamic of that family, the layout of that house and the sequence of time in that film make no fucking sense to I me. I could not work out where. I, I, I thought at one point I was like, oh, I get it. It's like a shining thing where you can't quite work out. It the, wasn't meant And to I was be. like, they're not that smart. No. No, they're not doing like an eerie sort of, they just haven't worked out their shots. No. They're like switching the side, the cameras on every as time. As far as I can tell, the dad doesn't have a bedroom. No. He must just sleep prostrate in the hallway yeah. or sits on the couch. But then the living room they're in is not the same living room where the little girl was playing PlayStation. So when she was there playing PlayStation, I could not work out where the fuck she was. I think that's that's the one right near the front door. And I think if you walk through to the kitchen-y area, there's another dining-y, lounge-room-y area. But again, I don't really know. Pretty sure there's a playground. The upstairs is a bit that really confuses me. Yeah. Because they're all upstairs living, right? But also the mum's paint studio is upstairs. But is that... Because remember when she's upstairs, she sees upstairs again, but then the paint comes out of that. Because it was an attic and I'm like, oh, shit's going to go down in the attic. Mm -hmm. But she looks at the stairs going up to the attic from upstairs and then the paint's come out from under the door. I thought that was the only cool thing in that movie where it looked like blood. Yeah. Then the rest of the paint came. I was like, that's clever. That's probably from the Stephen King short story because I feel like they must have got rid of everything else from that. Is it a short story? Very, very short. It's one word. Boogeyman. (laughs) Very scary. Pulitzer Prize. Pulitzer. Uh, sorry. Uh, they kill it with fire, you guys. They throw fire <laughs> in it and it dies. <laughs> That's about what that deserves. How long have we been going? Are we done with this fucking movie? Yeah, we're always done. Whole house burns down, so they also get to finally let go of their mum. Oh, the mum. <laughs> the mum's ghost comes back. Because yeah, right. through the whole movie, she's been trying to talk to her mum. We haven't even mentioned that. That it's would such be a, a Stephen King thing as well. That's very Stephen King, that thing. It, we haven't mentioned it once because it's such a weak plot point, but a couple of times throughout the movie, she's she's like Googling how to talk to the dead. And yeah. then she's like, there's a thing about like, talk to the lighter and be like, if you're here, move the flame to the left, move the flame to the left, move the flame to the left. And she can never get it to go. And then right when the thing's about to kill her, the flame's like, <laughs> pointing towards like fucking the terps or some shit. Yeah. And they cover it in terps and kill it. I feel like there's a better way to do that rather than just like. <coughs> have you ever tried to shake liquid out of a, like one of those types of containers? It goes nowhere. Yeah. There's no way it would have made the meter and a half to you the got, monster. Yeah. Also, they start by using a, a spray can flame thing, and the reason they give them the aerosol is because the little girl in the the cupboard has has it, mm. and I don't think that's such a useful tool. I think they just put it in her hands to be like, we can use that later. Yeah, that'll come up. Yeah. She's the backpack. Shit movie. <laughs> Just a fucking shit movie, to be honest. Yeah, it wasn't shit enough to be like, oh, this is a really shit movie. There was clearly a lot of drama behind the scenes and mm-hmm. very low budget and a poorly unskilled team. It was so, it was slick enough that you're like, these people kind of know what they're doing. They've made this movie. Yeah. And all the pieces are there. They're just so fucking rounded off. And it's so like, like you said, like just down the middle that, it couldn't be that, more. It's there, like a. Um, there's going to be a good chunk of people who are like, I thought it was good. Yeah. Which just enrages me beyond. It makes my tummy warm. Is how I feel all the time when we talk about <laughs> these movies. It's, um, it's if you got a chat GPT to write a horror movie. It could write a better horror movie than that, for sure. Maybe not in its current form. Chat 4, Chat 5, though. Who knows? But it could write a first draft. I remember watching it when it started and the, the baby died, and I was like, this doesn't bode well. And then you didn't like that opening scene. No, nah, it was just 
just like a monster in the cup. I, I mean, I kind of knew that's what it was going to be, but there was just no, there was nothing. The prologue, you can do whatever you want. There's yeah. no, you're not bound by anything you've already written. Yeah. That's the start. You can, you get to be entirely creative with how you juice up the audience for like, this is what's coming. It's like, it doesn't, it could be its own like short story. It doesn't have to connect to the plot. You could have had the boogeyman attack anybody. Yeah. And then just move on to something new. And I think it's good that it's like, they're going to bring that family back later. That's I fine. Know, but like but you said, you're not limited at all. You're only limited by what you want to be limited by. You could, you can show that in any way you want. And it's just a baby yelling. And then the fucking blood on the photo. Like my God, you're not, constrained by nothing. And that's what you choose. Not very much blood either. No. You know what I always think about? When it like has her face, right? And it's sucking shit out of her face. It's sucking like 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 black strings. It's kind of like, like the Dementors. It's like sucking stu- stuff out of her. Yeah. And it's coming out of her eyes and her nose and everyone. It's going into the thing. The thing is sucking it up. And it's it's sucking the shit out of her. Yeah. It's sucking her. <laughs> it is consuming her life. And then the dad comes and stabs it in the neck. But she's already lost a bit and of the life. The juices go. Yeah, but that never yeah. happens. It just sort of stops. I'm like, is she okay? Because I thought about that when I watched that third Harry Potter film when when I was younger. I was like, is Harry okay? Because it came through and and he's going. Ah. It's like when you cut and paste a folder uh-huh. from one thing to another. When you cut and paste a file from one folder to another, if you don't fully, if you cancel, then it goes and goes all back to the original file location. Yeah. Uh, I, I, so it was a drag and drop. It was an incomplete drag and drop. That was Matt. I always imagine it like sending a um, sending a JPEG <laughs> through like Facebook. Sending a what? A JPEG through oh, like okay. Facebook, and it, like each time you send it, it, it it gets compressed a little bit more. So I imagine that like each t- they're just losing a bit, and you just you know uh, Harry started at two hundred megabytes, and now he's at one hundred and twenty megabytes, and I'm like he's only got so many megabytes left before he's dead. And I was, is she ill now? Is she going to be okay? She's fine. Is she going to go to the hospital and be like, you know, she's, her immune system's dog shit. We don't know why. And I said, like, oh, uh, the boogeyman. Uh, I don't want to explain. Some guy her, sucks some shit out also of her. Also, her eye gray levels are way down. They're like 70%. We like to see like a 98 to a 99% gray ooze in the eyes. Is that, was there ever anything recently? Do you remember her maybe having some gray sucked out of her eyes? <laughs> oh, you know what? I do remember that. I have a memory of some grey coming yeah, out. Yeah, did you have like a weird like four-legged spider in, in a basement or anything? Did yeah. you know so playing with that? I believe we did. I can't be sure, but I, th- I, I, I think so, yeah. That can happen. That would, did did, did grey CGI ooze come out of her nose and mouth as well? Yes, yes. Okay, that's fine. We know what that is. All right. that's, um, is that normal? She's going to die very young. Oh, could she take anything? Um, cyanide? <laughs> she take Nurofen? <laughs> <laughs> She can. She she can absolutely take Nurofen. Yeah, it won't help. Just make sure she has something to eat before. It won't help with this at all. Because <laughs> her grey's been sucked out. She can take it. You, you you can't stop her taking it. Yeah. But it's not going to help. It'll do nothing. No. You know what? This film kind of feels like it had 30% of its grey sucked out. Thank you guys so much for watching that episode of the podcast. Uh, if you want to support the show, uh, do us a favor. Join us on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Bachelors of Art. There's extra content there. There's uh, test episodes that you guys haven't seen. Stuff that you can't get anywhere else. It's cheap and it helps out the show. Uh, We'd love to see you there. Thank you.